This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jumping back into the program at 3 o'clock. It is uh, Gwen and Chris, Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace studios today. Uh, great ba- baseball a Hall of Famer and broadcaster Tim McCarver passed away. Today at the age of 82... Uh, some other uh, quick uh, updates, uh, some headlines for uh, this Thursday. The uh, Padres have, uh, I, I don't know why I started with Tim McCarver over the Padres, but a little honor to uh, McCarver, who called 13 World Series, by the way, Tony. I looked it up. That's the all-time record for most national World Series broadcasts. So I do think everybody's pretty familiar with the work of Mr. McCarver. Uh, Padres, uh, according to reports, have assigned uh, Cole Hamels to a minor league contract. The former uh, LCS MVP with the Philadelphia Phillies and San Diegan will get a shot to make this ball club along with the newly signed Michael Walker. Michael Walker signing was made official today. Cole Hamels apparently also going to be in the mix. Tiger Woods is back on the golf course today at the Genesis Invitational in Los Angeles. Tiger is at even par through 10 holes. He has two birdies, two bogeys so far through 10. Tiger playing the 11th hole. Max Homa is the leader in the clubhouse at minus 7. I'll tell you what. Shot a 64 today. Tiger still can hit the ball. Yes, he can. He's uh, <laughs> oh, He just way. had a 338-yard drive. I mean, that sounds okay to me. Scraby, is that you normal? Wanna, you want to sadly on the PGA, sand on that? Sadly that's not on the very PGA good. Tour, that's on, on that hole, he probably hit it average. Average. Yeah. Oh, wow. Average. On the PGA Tour. Yes. The rest of the world, 338 yards. That's I would, two shots. I would give my right pinky for 350-yard <laughs> drives. You then would not be able to hit 350-yard drives That's why I said pinky, that. because the pinky, I could do without. You can do without it? Yeah, I think so. For 350-yard drives for the rest of my life, heck yeah. You know something else we can do without? What? Mel Kuyper Jr. Oh, mm. but he's almost has, there. Who has threatened to retire if the Baltimore Ravens select a certain running back in the first John round. John Robinson. Yes, please, Ravens. <laughs> Heed your call. Uh, one other note on the NFL just came down out of Las Vegas. New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara and three others have officially now been indicted by a grand jury mm. for allegedly assaulting a man at a Las Vegas nightclub. This incident happened a year ago in February yeah. 2022. Uh, the hearing for the case was continued several times last year. As a result, Camara did not receive any punishment by the NFL, and uh, any potential suspension for the Saints running back 
will be pushed into the 2023 season or beyond. But right now, Kamara facing a more uh, serious matters than that as he is indicted on charges of conspiracy to commit battery and battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. His attorneys, in, in a statement that is shocking to nobody, say that he uh, intends to contest the charges. All right, so you are up to date on all the goings-on at 3 o'clock. Daily Gambit is coming up. By the way, I'm pretty sure in the Daily Gambit, one of my wagers yesterday was Max Homa to win the Genesis Invitation. Look at Scraby squint his eyes. That's oh, how you know he's like, ugh, you yeah, got well, No, no, it's because I was the one who brought the bet yesterday. I listened to the Daily Gambit on the drive home, and I was listening, and I brought the bet, and... And Chris is starting to claim that he was all about Max Homa from the beginning. I wasn't about anything from the beginning. You I just, just took that's the bet. Who I bet. Maybe so he doesn't want to give you any credit. Doesn't want to. Doesn't want. I'm not going to because I don't understand it. Earlier in the show, Chris was getting on me about something. I already forgot. So, yeah, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly it was serious. If you what forgot, already. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, remember when he put words in my mouth earlier? What were the words? Oh, I hate Tiger. I hope Tiger uh, yeah, is the worst yeah, golfer. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Can we get to the Daily Gambit? Now? You should. All right. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit, our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly. Someone messaged me about the Cam Reddish bet yesterday, and I thought, the more I thought about that bet, the more I'm like, wow. And then Chris brought the facts that he only did it like maybe two times all year. But someone said that was an irresponsible bet. Yeah. So they agreed with us. But. Last night, the San Diego State Aztecs were on the road against the Bulldogs of Fresno State. All of us chose the Aztecs as eight-point favorites in the game. Aztecs win the game, but they did not cover the spread. It was 45-43. So I was going to say they almost didn't even score eight points. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to lay eight points in a game when you couldn't even score that many. Um, Yikes. Yeah, that that I, I was watching the score. Yikes. I'm like, really? Is the halftime score 25 to 23? And like, that was a high-scoring half compared to what happened in the second half. Yeah. So Aztecs so. still win the game, but they don't uh, win our bet. No. The next one was the Heat versus the Nets' first basket, and it was Bam Adebayo plus 420. We all said he would be the first basket of the game. We did? Did I say that? You what did. We thinking? all said it. We all said God, it. that was stupid. Um, My, Michael Bridges. <laughs> Of course it was. He went was, for 40-something. 45. He, he made the first basket of the game at 11-23. Did Chris you see, actually said Jimmy Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets made the second basket. Mm, of the so game. Did put, you see that uh, in 70% of the game, uh, no, not 70% of the games, on 70% of the nights of an NBA season this year, so seven out of every 10 days, Somebody somewhere scores 40 points in a game. <laughs> it's almost an automatic occurrence in the NBA nowadays. They're that good. They are that good. Yeah. Well, I like watching high scoring, but I have seen a lot of one thirties to one twenty. I mean, that's listen. The rules that that are instituted, they you prefer. get three points for half of the shots you take. Keep that in mind <laughs> as well. That's right. 
Uh, last one we did yesterday was Alabama at Tennessee. Chris was absolutely right because the number one team in the country, Alabama, was on the road and they were underdogs. And Chris Made said a difference. It. He said that the bookmakers know what they're doing, and with Tennessee at home, they're going to win by more than three, and they did. Second half, got them. 59, yeah. Tie ball game at halftime, nine-point spread. Uh, for Tennessee in that second half. Yeah, Alabama is the eighth number one team to lose this year, which is an all-time record for college basketball, further underscoring just how crazy this season is How wide gonna open be. it's going to be. Yeah, going to be wide open. All right, to today's bets. We're not going to make a bet here, but it's fun to talk about the Genesis Invitational odds. These are live odds. Like Rory, right now. Yeah, Rory McIlroy just updated. He must have done something wrong because he just went down to plus 1,100. He looks kind of salty walking off the green Yeah, right he probably here. parred or bogeyed. But uh, John Rahm leading the way right now. Even though he's not leading the tournament anymore, he was 6-under for today. He's plus 275. Max Homa leading at 7-under, plus 400. Uh, Colin Morikawa, plus 1,800. Scotty Scheffler, plus 2,200. But what was Max Homa yesterday before the tournament started? Plus 2,000. Yeah, that's much better. Now what is he? Plus 400. So if I bet him yesterday, I get plus 2,000. If I bet him today, I only get plus 400. Yeah. And there's also cool bets like for golf that I don't participate myself, but you could go like each hole. And they t- you take the group and you pick which golfer is going to win that hole or if they're going to draw it. Thank goodness they keep coming up with more stuff for the people to bet on. <laughs> like like hole thirteen. Awesome. Like hole thirteen. Justin Thomas plus one sixty five. Rory plus one fifty. Tiger plus two ten. So you just can to bet win on that hole. Like, yeah, just to win that hole. Yeah, there's just too much of it. Okay, I'm yeah. not going to get on that. Uh, You're not going to get on that train. Soapbox right now. Okay. Thank you. NBA bet the uh, Clippers are at the Suns today. The parlay is just a two-leg parlay, but it's plus 607, and it requires Paul George to have six-plus assists in the game and Chris Paul to have 12-plus assists in the game. So 12? Yeah, 12. That's a ton. That is a ton. But what is Katie playing already? I don't think so. Yeah, no. no, not till after the All-Star break, they yeah, said. No, I don't think he's getting 12. What's Chris Paul's uh, average on the season? He's probably around eight, nine. You know, it was really cool. I was talking to one of the Aztec uh, women's basketball assistant coaches, our guy Jason Glover, who knows knows a ton about basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to him about the Suns and them getting Kevin Durant and what he thought about that, and he goes, they're never going to win anything. I said, really? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I hate Chris Paul. And I'm like, high five. <laughs> That's your guy. High five. That'll That's work, Jason. your guy. <laughs> he didn't like Chris Paul either. And I said, man, I always thought I was the only one who didn't like Chris Paul. He goes, no, he's just not my kind of player. Yeah, so, you got some company now. I got you, some company. Thank you, Jason, for agreeing with me on that. Do you guys? Uh, so just for that, I'm going to say no, that okay. Chris Paul doesn't make the bet. Tony? I'm saying no. Yeah, I just looked. Nine assists is his season average. 12 is playing? a lot. Uh, at Suns, or the Clippers. Clippers yeah, no. are playing at Suns. No, gotcha. So. All right, now to some college basketball. University of San Diego is in action tonight at home, and they're taking on the 17th-ranked team, St. Mary's. San Diego is, they're the underdogs in the game by 13.5 points. Yeah, I would say they have to be the underdogs by 13.5. St. Mary's beat the Aztecs this yep. year. Yeah, I'm taking St. Mary's. That's how good they are. It's at USD? Yep. All right, come on, Toreros. I'm going with Toreros, too. Tony's never going to support the Toreros. He's too hardcore of an Aztec. I supported the the volleyball team. Oh, that's right. You did. You You did did. get a little behind that. Once they get to the final four, you know, once it's it's San Diego versus versus everybody else, I'm in. Then you're in? Okay. 
take USD at home. 13 okay. and a half points is a lot. Me Come too. Come on, Toreros. Me Hang too. In Hang in there. Next one is Utah or Utah. Going Utah? to Utah. Okay, that's the first I've ever heard of that. <laughs> never. I've never even heard. No one's ever heard of that. You've never heard of that. You've never heard someone pronounce it Utah? Nobody in that. Did you just made that had. up no, literally it's right like now. Illinois. I've, no. I've heard it. <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> it's, I know it's Illinois. Anyway, Scrape. Utah at Arizona. You are something else, man. Eighth-ranked team in the country is Arizona. They are also 11-point favorites at home. Mr. Gwynn, Arizona, Utah, 11-point favorites, the Wildcats. Mm, what's Utah's record this year? You got, a, you got a record for me? They're uh, good. They're in the top 20, I think. Yeah, no. I'm going to say Utah covers. You're going to say Utah covers. Yeah. Okay. All right. Chris, what do you think? I kind of like Utah here. They're not ranked. I take it back. Yes. They're seventeen and nine, but they're ten and five in the conference. They're only a game behind Arizona. How many points am I getting? Eleven. You know, I th- I thought Arizona's the best team I've seen all season, but that's based on one game against the Aztecs <laughs> in Maui, where they went completely lights out. Now they are twenty two and four, so they've obviously played a lot of games like that this year. Twelve points. Utah. I'll Utah. take Utah. Utah. No, stop saying stop that. Stop saying that. I am uh, really annoying. the Arizona Wildcats bandwagon for tonight. Do you have a matchup tonight? Do you have Stanford and Eucla? I do. All right. It's a little bit later. Okay. I have do cons- you have Ooey Pooey on, on this <laughs> one? No. No, but Tony said Ooey Pooey the other day, standing for IUPUI, and it was amazing. IUPUI was Ooey Pooey. What was the other one you were talking about? You had there another was, one. Chris brought up the other one. I didn't, Ooey I didn't, FW. Yeah, I didn't have, have one for that Ooey one. FW yeah, well. Ooey Pooey was funny. <laughs> IUPUI. They're not in action tonight? No, Ooey well, Pooey I don't know. I don't know. They're not hot on the betting boards. <laughs> Ooey Pooey. We're, we're not joking. There is a school, IUPUI. Yeah. It's Indiana University, Purdue University. One of my one of my college one of my college roommates when we were at at school at Stanley State, there was a tournament and Uwe Pooey was in it. And that's the first time I had ever heard it. And I was like, I've never heard it until yesterday. Uh, Uwe Pooey and Utah for for real. All right, stop Utah. Utah's not good. Not a real thing, dude. Neither is Uwe Pooey. I love Uwe Pooey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, get back on track. Gonzaga. Wait, they're, here they are, the Ooey Pooey Jaguars. They're Jack. What? Yeah, they're called There's the no Jaguars. Jaguars in Indiana. <laughs> Ooey Pooey Jaguars. I U P U I. They're having a very difficult season. They are oh. four and twenty-four. Oh, wow. we are not <laughs> going to be seeing them in the tournament. No. They will not be making any tournament. No nit. <laughs> yeah, their last game was actually last night. They lost to Oakland University, 60, 85 to eighty-one. So Ooey Pooey is struggling <laughs> big time. Gonzaga, 13th-ranked team in the country, on the road against Loyola Marymount. Gonzaga's nine-point favorites in this game. I saw Gonzaga play a pretty close game over the weekend. I can't remember who they were playing. Gonzaga's not the same team this year. so They're only 13 in the nation. With that said, I'm going Gonzaga. Because Loyola Marymount. <laughs> Gonzaga's not that. the same team. Gonzaga's I watched them play yeah. a close game. Loyola Marymount is not very good either. But anyway, Gonzaga. Chris? Well, I don't know if you recall this, but about three weeks ago, Loyola Marymount went to Gonzaga and beat them. They did. We played the three It was the first loss Gonzaga had had at home in something like 10 years or some crazy thing, or first loss to Loyola Marymount in 13 years. So they're in Loyola tonight. But i got to believe Gonzaga is going to be geeked up for the rematch. So I'll take Gonzaga. All right, Tony. Gonzaga. Gonzaga. All three going with the Zags. Last one is Stanford at UCLA. UCLA? UCLA 
or Eucla. Our favorites in the game by 13 and a half points, Christopher. Stanford's not good. <laughs> uh, so I'll go uh, Ukla. Ukla. Tony? I'm going the Bruins. Me too. Me too. All right, Shout that's out it. to Dave Marcus. Tomorrow we're going to do three-point contest betting and dunk contest betting. Because the three-point contest starts at 4 p.m. tomorrow. They really let Julius Randle in the three-point contest? Yeah, Buddy Heal, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Kevin Horter. Herder. Herder, Tyrese Halliburton, <laughs> Lori Markinen, Tyler Hero, and Julius Randle. Four huh. three-pointer. Nice crew. Now, here's the dunk contest. Nobody's ever heard of any of these guys. Oh, well, of course I've heard you of Kenyon Martin Jr. Yeah. You've heard of Kenyon Martin Jr.? I haven't. I have not heard of Mac McClung. Matt McClung. Never is, heard of uh, him. Didn't he win it last year? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. He is the favorite. You know, it's interesting. I knew about Mac McClung long, long time ago when I played in Milwaukee. His cousin Seth McClung <laughs> was I, a pitcher. I, it was a pitcher. I've heard I'm not, of him. I'm not. I'm not joking. I've heard of him. Uh, would talk about his his little cousin for like he was like this amazing basketball. Player. Mac McClung went to Georgetown, um, later transferred, but he was a Laker for a little bit. Mm. Uh, this dude, this dude can jump. He can right. jump out the gym. Yes, he is the favorite. So. You look, he's, he's got some contest. YouTube uh, dunks. Like, right. got on, got like put him on a map. type stuff. Nah, I don't know about an and one type stuff. Okay. Pretty, uh, pretty terrific. Well, dunks. I believe you because he's minus one ten. Jericho Sims is another entrant, and then Trey Murphy the third. He's got some. Another he's got entrant. some boosters but honestly, as well. Tony, so. you're a big NBA fan. Most people have heard of none of those guys. Maybe Kenyon Martin Jr. What team does he play for? Anybody out there? Rockets. <laughs> Thanks for messing that up. Oh, we almost got a swear word messing or something. I don't know what we were. I don't know where we were going. All right, is this me? This is me. Yeah. Let's take. A, let's go to break. Wait, uh, no, it's not. It's Chris. Is it Chris? Yeah. It's Thursday. Thursday. Huh? Yeah, Chris is Chris. Go to break then. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Three twenty-four on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chrisello, Matt Scraby, talking arbitration, and we've talked about arbitration on this show 
from time to time as it relates to, you know, what Padre is eligible or um, a, a big time player that, you know, may be uh, up for arbitration. We've also talked about arbitration under the guise of it can be a dangerous thing for both the team and the player. Today we got an example of that. Yes, we did. Corbin Burns. Yes, that Corbin Burns who was Cy Young, what, two seasons ago now? Yeah. Um, took it upon himself, and I, I would my guess would be against his agent's uh, wishes. wishes, and decided to go to an arbitration hearing. And unfortunately for Car- Corbin, he found out the hard way why you don't want uh, to go. He has basically said this relationship is, will never be the same. Here's some sound from Corbin talking about that arbitration hearing. At the hearing, flew in the night before. Um, had the hearing all day Tuesday. Um, spent Valentine's Day on a plane. Um, got home at you know ten, eleven o'clock, and and got to see my wife before she fell asleep. So that was kind of how the Valentine's Day went. So that was that was fun. But um, yeah, like I say, you, you kind of find out your true value. Um, you think you you work hard for seven years in the organization and five years with the with the big league team, and um, you get in there and basically they, they value you much different than what you thought you you contributed to the organization. Um, and it's just you know it's obviously it's tough to hear, it's tough to take, but you know they're trying to do what they can to win a hearing. Um, but I think there was obviously other ways that they they could have gone about it, um, and um, probably been a little more respectful with the, with the way they went about it. But um, you know at, at the end of the day, here we are. So, there are a couple basically th- they sit there for a half an hour and tell you how terrible you are, right? That, that's basically how it goes. Yeah. I, listen, I, I'll tell you this: um, I don't disagree with what Corbin was saying, but a part of me thinks he was a little naive to begin in the first place in order to go to that. I mean, you, part of it, it is, is a little naive because even I am not even a player, and I would not go to an arbitration here, right? And, and I mean, he acknowledged that they're going to do what they have to do in order to win the case. So that that. Does mean that he knew that, that they were going to speak. They were going of him. They were going to speak, and maybe he thought they were going to. You know, I mean, in 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 the case, they basically said his performance is the reason why one of the reasons why they didn't make the playoffs. Um, and, wait, wait, <laughs> yeah, that, that's like how nitty nitpicky they get. Uh, listen, I could tell you. Uh, I don't think he was the problem, right? He he, he certainly <laughs> was not the problem. He's the reason they got as close <laughs> he, as they he did. He certainly was one of the reasons why they got as close. Listen, I could tell you, uh, teams will go to any length they have to in order to win those cases. It's a case. You put your best case forward in why a player shouldn't get whatever whatever said money i know my dad we had won 87 games last year we would have won at least 90 if this guy didn't lose the three games <laughs> that he choked away as that's a starting pitcher that's basically part of their case yeah. and, and so and that becomes a problem when you're as good as corbin burns you really leave not a lot of meat on the bones for a team to pick off of in order to find the negative parts so they probably did have to go where they they did. Apparently, it worked. They ended up winning the case. Uh, he will receive ten point oh one from the uh, million dollars from the Brewers, rather than the ten point seven five he was uh, requesting. And so, it- I'll tell you one thing real quick. His his side obviously didn't do a very good job here because the MLB Network last week just counted down their top starting pitchers in all of baseball. He was number one. Yeah, number one. From the MLB Network as the single best starting pitcher in all of baseball. Sounds like you could have used that information to help make your case and get the extra 600 
grand you were looking for, whatever it is. I know my pops had his weight used against him at times. Um, yeah. Um, and listen, what I will say, what I did disagree with is that he said you find out your true value. No, you don't. No, because you're finding be- out the fake the, value that right. they're trying to get the arbiter to buy into. Exactly. But it, it's it's a good lesson, right? It, I, I know my agent, I never got to arbitration in this way where you had to go to a, a, a case. But I remember him saying, when you get there, you will not be going. Trust me, it's not something you want. No. If, if you are if you are one of those people that takes things um, personally, personally to heart, or to heart, yeah, it's not the venue you want to be in. And no. I think Corbin learned that the hard way, unfortunately. Uh, and listen, these are the type of things that set up guys not being happy in a place that they're because this is arbitration. I'm not sure what year arbitration this is, but he's at least got you know if this is his first one, he's got at least two more years of of going through this. And will that hamper him maybe wanting to settle as opposed to go to court again? Or will he just say, you know what, go ahead and go to court. I'm going to stay home with my wife this time on Valentine's Day. This time I'm going to have a good Valentine's. How about he says, go ahead and trade me. I don't want to play here anymore. That's where it could lead to, though. Yeah, it could. Simply by him going, his whole perspective on, on Brewers now is changed. And is it changed forever? I don't know. But it's certainly changed in, in the near future right now. Yeah, he's not a happy guy right now, and uh, I don't think anybody would if they had to sit in there and listen about how bad they are in a court of arbitration. What you got, Scrape? Spot track is being super weird with this arbitration stuff, because I'm not going to make the same mistake I did with Trent Christian the other day. Uh, he He's going to make $10 million this year. 10.01, to be exact. Yes, 10.01, which is very low for a, for a pitcher of his caliber. But then 2024 is not on the list. 2025, he's an unrestricted free agent, so I'm guessing that 2024 so is he's his got, third year. He's got one more year of arbitration. Yeah. I bet you he won't go to that har- that hearing on that one. I, okay, so he went in there probably saying, I'm worth 25 No, he million. went in there asking for 10.75. So this is what this... What? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, like... It'd be to me. It would be different in going if the 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 difference was ten point oh one and let's say twenty. Yeah, this was a six hundred thousand dollar difference, and the Brewers were willing to ruin a relationship and ruin a relationship <laughs> with a guy over six hundred thousand bucks. Teams show no. I mean, they have no remorse, man. They go a hundred and ten. Are the Brewers worried about not getting paid by Bally Sports, and maybe the Bre- maybe the Brewers don't care because I it mean it does seem like they are their roster is not getting better at this point. It's going the opposite way. I mean, if I would, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't apply to his case, but how tempting would it be for uh, Burns's representation? Be like, you don't think that trade you made with the Padres had anything to do with you guys not going to the to the postseason? Yeah. You guys should uh, pay uh, at least $600,000 to the kitty for uh, trading for Taylor Rogers and giving away Josh Hader. Yeah, we'll certainly take it. So don't, done. don't you uh, worry yourself. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, Russ Dorsey, Bally Sports MLB Insider, will join us next on Gwen and Chris. I don't know about you, but I pay money for extra information online. That's right, $4 a month I give to ESPN so I can uh, subscribe to stupid ESPN+. Plus. The only articles I read are by Bradford Doolittle. What did Bradford do today? Yeah, I know. I figure since I pay for him, I might as well read them to you people. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris Crisello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby. you calm down? It just makes me mad that I pay extra money for this. And I know I don't have to, but I kind of have to. 
Gotta you can keep up with what's going on. Can't you write it off at the end of the year in your taxes? Of course. Okay. But it still doesn't help when I have to sign the check each month for $4.19 or whatever uh, it is. There's a bigger problem. You're sending a check in for $4.19 <laughs> per month. That is a lot of work. That is a lot of work. Believe me, it's on auto pay. My wife has it all worked out. A check, he said. Bradford Doolittle today wrote an article, Major League Baseball, and I thought I'd update you Padre fans. Uh, the question is why your MLB team did not do what you wanted them to do. And so he has a, a question for every Major League Baseball team. Here's the Padres question. Why the heck didn't the Padres just get Jerks and Profar to come back? His response, well, the winter isn't over yet. Um, what do you think, Tony Gwynn Jr.? Is it too late for the Padres to just... Bring old Jerkson back. He seems like the perfect fit for this team. They still need a corner outfielder for the first 20 games. They need a fourth outfielder. He was the leadoff hitter on a team that went to the National League Championship Series last He's a big year. part of the turnaround that they had when he, he was, was a leadoff He was a very spot. nice part of what they did last year. He yeah. almost played gold glove defense in left field. He made a ton of great plays. So is it just not possible? Because he's still available. It's, it's certainly possible, but that would also mean that Jerickson's probably taking far less than... And a lesser role. And a lesser role, too. It's not even the same role he, he had last year. So yeah. that He may probably be, would rather that, go somewhere else. That, that, that in itself, forget the money, that probably is the thing that makes it most difficult to yeah. bring Jerickson back. Yeah, he'd probably rather go somewhere else and have a you know better chance to play every day, but... It's getting a little late for the likes of Jerks and Profar to sign an MLB contract. It is, but if you can miss a few weeks of spring training. You know, and he wouldn't mind. I I, I'm not kidding. I, I thought about that. sounds like he just loved the month of March when I he was a player. I thought about that. I'm just saying. You get past, you like you enjoy your first week, then you enjoy the first week of games, first two weeks of games, and then it's like, all right, let's go. Let's get this thing rolling. It's work. It, uh, it becomes work at that point. All right, let's get out to the uh, premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Joining us out there from uh, Bally Sports, the show is called The Rally. He is the MLB insider. He is Russell Dorsey. He joined us a little bit uh, a couple of months ago at the winter meetings, and we're good to have him on again today. Russell, how are you? What's up, Russ? What's going on, guys? How are you? We're very, very good. Thank you very much. Uh, You know, Russell, I mean, everybody we've had on talking MLB at this time of the year is pretty much on the – you know, the San Diego Padres bandwagon. I don't think they're just being nice to us because they're doing interviews in San Diego. It does seem like this team is going places. Where do you stand on the uh, the Padre hype train right about now? Look, I, I think for the last couple of years, guys, like you've seen how the, the, the machine has been built, right, where you bring in a man named Machado, you develop a, a superstar talent like a Fernando Tatis Jr., and then you're able to add and supplement that going and getting a guy like a Udarvish from a bad Cubs team a couple of years back to be your ace. Then you're able to go make a swing for a Juan Soto at the deadline and then be able to acquire a guy like a Xander Bogarts. Like, this thing is built for the Padres to really make a push in a year where the NL West is not going to be exactly the same as it's been the last couple of years, right? The Giants had a down year last year. The Dodgers didn't make a lot of moves this offseason. So the time is, is right, right for the Padres to strike this year. Russ, you brought up the NL West and the Dodgers, who have been perennial champions of this division, um, aren't the same Dodgers that we're used to seeing. And in San Francisco, seems like for the third straight 
off season, they swing and miss on bringing in some of the big dogs that they tried. It's Arizona's a young team. They're seeming like they're going to they're going to rise a little bit. Rockies are the Rockies at this point. Um I mean, when you talk about the Dodgers in particular, um what do you expect out of this team because it's still a, a pretty strong roster despite some of the losses. Right. I mean, whenever you have a team that is headlined by a guy like a Mookie Betts who is a top three player in the sport like you're you're, you're gonna be okay but look there was this was the opportunity for them to address shortstop with some of the big boys whether it's xander bogart or dansby swanson uh or whoever they wanted to bring in and they didn't do that they opted to go get a guy who they knew and miguel rojas and let him be their everyday uh shortstop but there's still questions about who their center fielder is going to be mm. right is it going to be trace thompson is it going to be chris taylor uh, is Mookie going to shift over and, and somebody else play one of those corners? I think that's a real question for them. So it, it's not going to be easy for the Dodgers. It's not going to be the, the same cakewalk uh, that, that it's been early in those mid-2010s for the Dodgers where now teams are going to give them games. Every like It's still going to be marquee TV when the Padres and Dodgers face up, but you know the Giants are going to give – the, the Dodgers are going games like the, the Arizona Diamondbacks are young, but they have a lot of yeah. young talented kids on that team. And so I, I think this is the year where we see, all right, do the Dodgers actually take a step back? Do some of those older players like a Clayton Kershaw take a step back? Like they're banking on a lot of guys like Dustin May and they're betting on Noah Syndergaard. Julio Urias has been one of the best pitchers in the big leagues, but can he step up and, and, and take some of that pressure off of other guys in that rotation? That's Russ Dorsey. He carries the mail for the uh, television program, The Rally, and uh, he joins us here, the MLB Insider. Russ, we appreciate the time as always. Uh, talk about the rest of the National League. I mean, we're, you know, we're, look, the Padres are in the high-rent district. Obviously, the Dodgers are, you know, who they have to beat in the division. Looks pretty obvious that the Phillies, the Mets, and the Braves are their stiffest competition. Which of those three teams are the scariest? They're all in the same division, but they'll probably all wind up in the postseason again. Yeah, it's going to be, I think what we're going to see in the NL East this year is going to be what we saw in the NL West for so long where, you know, it, it is a heavyweight fight in that division all year long. I think for me personally, I, I, I've i always loved what the Atlanta Braves have been able to do in terms of developing talent, right? And as you look around the big leagues, there are so many teams that aren't just aren't good at that, right? Yeah. They have to go out, they have to spend money, and you put yourself in a bad situation as an organization when you can't develop pitching or you can't develop position players, and you have to go out and try to spend uh, to supplement. And so for me, I think the Braves have put themselves in a good position for decades now because they've just really figured out and understood how to do that. But I think when it comes to the NL East this year, I'm looking at the Phillies who made a run mm. at the World Series last year and saying, all right, this team you know, went to the World Series last year held their own uh before they ran out of gas and, and got beat by a better team in the houston astros but you know kyle schwarber hit a career high 46 homers last year they didn't even get anything close to uh career average nick castellanos last year so you have to imagine he improves and then you're going to have a healthy bryce harper playing right field for you in the second half of the season and then you go make a, a big move and make a big splash for trey turner giving him 300 million dollars to be your everyday shortstop guys this team is a better version of themselves than they were last year when they went to the world series so that's a team that i would keep my eye on and say okay could this team make a run back at a world series i think so 
Russ, let's stay in the let's stay in the National League. Let's go to the Central, and I, it's easy to look at that division and say, okay, this is the Cardinals' division to to lose. But the right. Cubs have have made some sneaky good moves uh, to make themselves a little bit better. How do you see that division shaking out? I mean, obviously the Cardinals they're the they're the team that that won that division running away last year. Do you think they'll have as easy of a task this season doing that? No, they won 93 games uh last season and I still believe the Cardinals are the class of the NL Central. Milwaukee will always, you know, give you a a fight in that division with what Craig Council has been able to do for all these years up there. But you're right. The Cubs made a lot of moves this offseason to try to improve. Like, they haven't spent that – hadn't spent after, you know, they traded away Chris Bryan and Javi Baez and Anthony Rizzo. And then this offseason they brought in a lot of relief help. Uh, You bring in, obviously, uh, Eric Hosmer, a guy that people out in San Diego know to platoon at first base. You bring in Trey Mancini. Uh, You bring in Cody Bellinger to see what he can give you. Then you bring make your big splash uh, offensively, bring in Dansby Swanson a guy who was uh, a proven leader and winner down in Atlanta for so many years for the, the Braves. Now you plug him in at shortstop and with Nico Horner, who moves from, from short back to second base. And those two guys probably form the best uh, defensive middle infield in all of baseball when it's all said and done. So they've definitely made themselves a better team. Will that end in them reaching the postseason? I don't think so. I wouldn't bet the house on that. <laughs> However, you know, Guys believe in David Ross. So I I was on that beat before I became a national guy. And even in those down times after those big trades a couple of years back, like people wanted, guys wanted to play for a guy like a David Ross. And now that he has some, some real professional hitters in there, a a professional rotation with guys on the back end that you can trust in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth, the Cubs are going to win some games. And I think the other team in this division I would look at. The Pittsburgh Pirates, and it's been a long time since we've really? seen that, but I'm not saying that they're going to go out there and win 80 games, but they've made you know, small additions where it's like, okay, this is this is a guy that can play. This is a guy that can play. They got some kids coming up. Uh, they brought up O'Neill Cruz to the big league level last year. Yeah. It's nothing but bombs. That guy is a tank of a human being when you stand next to him. And they brought back Andrew McCutcheon to seemingly finish off his career in the place where he became uh, such a great player over the last decade, and so they're gonna—it's not—they're not gonna be the pushover Pittsburgh Pirates to me. Will they win 80 games? I don't think so. However, Cardinals and Cubs aren't just gonna be able to beat up on them and the Brewers like they had the last couple seasons. Russ Dorsey is with us from uh, Bally uh, Sports on the uh, program, the Rally, uh, National Baseball Writer Insider. Russ, uh, you mentioned the Pirates, so I'll, I'll keep them off my list for now. Uh, perhaps they are on the uh, are on the incline, but so many teams around baseball just aren't. And, yeah. and I mean, the Reds, the Nationals, the Rockies, the Rockies, the Rockies. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I want to keep saying that the A's are terrible. Yeah. And maybe even the Rockies, but no. I've asked a lot of guys this who cover baseball. What can baseball do? What is baseball going to do? I mean, they they don't they need to. Have a con- you know a contest between thirty teams instead of like fifteen teams every year. Yeah, I, I think I think the disappointing part for me guys as a writer and you guys who know baseball is that no fan of baseball should come into this time of year where we're all really excited about yeah. spring yeah. training and seeing guys on the backfields and on the six pack doing bullpens and you know sun shining guys are happy and smiling. 
there should be no fan base that goes into a year at this time saying, my team has no shot. I think that you, it, it's unfair. And it's not right that you have so many teams around the big leagues that are seemingly cashing checks, right? And, and that's not right. And then you have a team like the New York Mets that will say, you know what, uh, Steve Cohen, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw my wallet on the table and just say, well, you're not gonna outspend me, uh, <laughs> and so I, we're gonna get all the best players and we're gonna try to get Carlos Correa, even though it didn't work out. But the fact that they're gonna attempt, I think that's what uh, hurts the game in the long run. And then you have you know people who don't want teams to go out, ownership groups that don't want teams to go out and spend like the Phillies and the Dodgers and the Mets because it makes the guys at the bottom look bad. And like, well, and their fans rightfully so asking the question, well, why are we even trying to spend? And I think that's a fair question. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a question that I think has evaded. It's an answer. The answer has evaded yeah. all of us at this point. Yeah. I, I want to slide back uh, into the American League. That American League Central is fascinating to me. I mean, the White yeah. Sox were the team – that by all accounts should have won. They had a bunch of different things going on, injury, underperformance. The Cleveland Guardians uh, were the team that won that division. They're back at it again. You could argue that they're improved. Chicago's still Chicago. Minnesota got better. I think with Correa and some of the other pieces they've added, how do you see that division shaking out this year? It could be probably the most compelling uh, division in baseball. I think the Chicago White Sox have an opportunity to be the most disappointing team that we've seen in a long time because they had as much talent top in as anybody. They had all the prospects after they made all those moves, trading Chris Sale, you, you trade uh, Jose Quintana, you get Aloy Jimenez, and you sign Luis Robert, and you have Tim Anderson come into his own, and they just underperformed. Yeah. And now the scapegoat is gone. You fired Tony La Russa, you brought in Pedro Grifol, mm. but if it doesn't work this season, guys, Lucas Giolito is a free agent after this season. Tim Anderson is a free agent after next season. And Yohan Moncada is a free agent the season after that with a guy like Aloy Jimenez also coming up. They have to win, and they have to win right now because some of these other guys who were young, young prospects and kids before, well, they're not kids no more, right. and they're going to want some money. So I think this is a big year for the Chicago White Sox in a division that I do think is – winnable but you're right like the minnesota twins got better right they they needed pitching all of last year and they went out and they got it and they, they we all thought they were gonna lose carlos correa and they got they, they almost got did twice day, <laughs> they almost did twice and you know what somebody was praying because carlos correa ended up being back with the twins and so if they get a healthy byron bucks and i think we all know how talented he is I think for me, I did a, a top five, my top five center fielders in baseball yesterday uh, on the rally. And somebody asked me, like, hey, you don't have Byron Buxton. And I love Byron Buxton as a player. He is a tremendous talent. But, guys, he's played one season where he played over 100 games. Mm. And availability is so important for a guy like that. Like, when he's in the lineup, the Twins win. When he's not, they don't. And so they need him in the lineup if they expect to win. But I do think the class of that division is the Cleveland Guardians. They just know how to develop talent, develop pitching. Uh, Terry Francona just has continued to do a fantastic job in a Hall of Fame career. And so I, that would be the team that I would look at in the Central. Russ, Russ, we appreciate the time. I wish we could go through a few more divisions and a few more teams. you got great insight. We love watching on the show. As we told you, it's on in our studio pretty much every day. 
you and our pal Brooke Fletcher, even though we don't know Brooke Fletcher, <laughs> we think she's our pal. But uh, thanks for coming on the show. Good having you on. Great meeting you in you guys, San Diego, really, and look forward to having you on again. I appreciate the time. Anytime I will be on with you guys, I appreciate it. Hey, All right, Russ, take care, kind. brother. Thanks, Russ. Russ Dorsey, right there on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. All right. You're up to date. Major League Baseball 2023. He he he. Uh, I like how he said that, Tony. That no team, no fan, at, no fan base yeah. at this point in the season. Very well said. Ought to be dreaming, uh, or actually actually having no dream at all of having a winning team. Like what's the saying that, that really does stink? It does. It's it's what it's like the it, it goes against the saying that you know you put with the beginning of uh, spring training or the opening day, right? Well. Everybody's O and O. We all have got a chance. That's not, not really. true. <laughs> not really. It's yeah, not true. It's really too bad. And I, I feel for all those teams out there. Unfortunately, we in San Diego used to be among those fans. Yeah. Fortunately, we're not any longer. All right. Baseball needs to do something about it, and it's it's out of my pay grade. There gonna be what? two more teams that <laughs> they're gonna throw in two more teams that are gonna compete for it soon. Yeah. Good point. All right, Tiger Woods is at plus one through 12, 13 holes now at the Genesis. We'll keep up to date on that. Have Chris versus the fans when we return. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 